You are listening to Therapist Unplugged for straight talk on life, relationships, and mental health. I am your host, Lori Poole, licensed professional counselor with the Montfort Group in North Dallas. Each episode will feature the unplugged views of guests and fellow therapists as we navigate hot topics, therapy trends, and the world around us. Okay. Now I can hear you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if uh, it's just going to be my speakers or what. I don't know. Like the, the, the mic. I don't know if it's my mic anymore. So I don't know. But let's just do it. Okay. Let's just do it. So we're recording now. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm recording a separate file too. Okay, very good. Okay, I'm just going to get going. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode number four of Therapist Unplugged. And today, my special guest is Corey Montfort, whose voice you've heard before. Corey and I practice together at the Montfort Group in North Dallas. And today's podcast might turn into a little bit of a rant, I got to say. <laughs> you know, I love those. <laughs> I... um this is this is a this is a hot topic for me, and I don't know why I get so irritated by it. But anyway, uh, it will definitely be unplugged. So today's topic is about date night. The theme is date night is a feeling, not a destination. Oh, and the reason I think that this is an important topic is because date night comes up a lot when couples come into my office mm-hmm. and I ask questions about how do you spend time together? How do you prioritize your relationship? Mm. And date night comes up a lot. But you know, date night is not just making a reservation, having a nice dinner if you're going to spend the evening on your phone. Right, right. Or or just talking about the kids. Yes. You know, or something administrative or I've seen people, I mean, you don't need a reservation to just stare at somebody across the booth at Chili's, you know, (laughs) like how they just, you know, have you seen those people that just like, (laughs) what are you doing? You might as well just eat at home in front of the TV. You're not talking. (laughs) You're, You're absolutely not talking. And I don't know why changing the location or the destination necessarily constitutes a date night when I think you can have date night under your own roof. Mm. What do you think about when you hear the expression date night? Like, do you, do you and your significant other go out on date nights? Uh, we do. Um, you know, we don't live together. So I think it's easier for us to experience that feeling, whether we're hanging out at one another's house or going out. So I can kind of understand what you're saying, but I've also been married before. And I think sometimes, um, if you don't know what kind of feeling you're after, it doesn't really matter the destination, whether you're at a really nice restaurant or, you know, uh, at home watching something on TV, if you don't know how to be together to spark something, to feel, uh, vulnerable or excited or adventurous, I think, you know, you're absolutely right. I think therein lies the problem. The, the, 
the normalcy of being together all the time can kind of take over. Right. And so hard to feel adventurous and what does that look like? Um, so when you say you were going to go on, you, Oh, I'm going to go on a rant about this Mm -hmm. Is it because, um, is it because you want the couples to feel that sense of adventure when they're together? I wonder if it doesn't come from more of a frustration with the ability to be fully present with one another, as opposed to being transactional. Because daily life can be very transactional when you have young children, careers, perhaps one partner is traveling a lot on business now that the airlines have opened up. There can be a lot of things that get in the way of finding time together. Yeah. And date night seems to be the solution or what I hear as the solution to we feel as though we don't feel as connected as we used to when our life was simpler. Yeah. You know, and if you listen to the one of the previous podcasts where Jason and Kristen talk about life with children, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty clear that your whole life changes. You're exhausted in ways you've never experienced before. But sometimes connection can be found in very small nuggets of time. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, this came up. I had a client recently ask me, how do you be fully present in a relationship? Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a really interesting question. Yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. But to... They had just come back from a vacation where they both realized that they had not been feeding or paying attention to their relationship. Yeah. Busy careers, parents parenting uh, a toddler and all of those things. And I thought, you know, you can have date night even when your time is really limited. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, too, as you said that, I think people um, like a lot of times when you go home, um, and I've heard this a lot from women, um, especially like they go home, they view the home as a place of work, um, not as a place of rest. Mm, And so I kind of understand trying to get out of the familiar space of work so that you can transition into more of the playful side of yourself. And I think that's what you're kind of describing is how can you be playful in a place of so much work, of so much responsibilities. Um, I will tell you, you know, you asked about my significant other and dating and um, we have this longstanding pattern of uh, going to a pool hall um, and, and playing pool. Mm-hmm. Um, we could do anything. We could, we could go out, you know, for a nice dinner. We could, but that ended up being one of the more memorable routines that we had was this kind of smoky pool hall that we would go and, and play pool and kid around and listen to bad karaoke. And, um, and, and because it was playful and it wasn't so, cause we, we do, we both have busy careers and children and, and, you know, problems just like everybody else. And you can kind of get stuck trying to just talk about those things all the time. So I do like the, uh, the word playful when I think of, um, it's a feeling rather than a destination and how can you feel playful even at home? You know, that's a, that's a great point, Corey. 
That's a great point. I haven't had children at home for a gazillion years. But uh, when we were getting ready for Halloween, Mm Uh, just putting up the decorations, scaring the living bejesus out of kids. I mean, to the extent they wouldn't come up our front walk. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Like, oh, they're walking by. I guess our work is done. Yeah. But it was so much fun. We yeah, had you guys were playing. Class. We yeah. were playing. Yes. I think you hit on a really, but a really important point about playfulness mm-hmm. as opposed to transaction. And I guess, Two, the other thing that you've highlighted um, for me, because I have been out of this scenario for such a long time, is when you are at home full time with children, the household can feel like a place of work. Like, I just got to get out of here. Can we just get away and pretend for a minute that it's just just have the two of us? Like, how do we make our relationship a priority? Exactly. And I will say Mm -hmm. it's something that I've talked with couples about over the course of the pandemic as well, because that wasn't really an option. It continues to be um, still an obstacle uh, for people, whether it's just getting daycare or, you know, going somewhere isn't always the safest option for people. Um, some things still are shut down. And so throughout the worst of it, I remember telling people, listen, we're going to have to start creating spaces that allow you to play or, you know, cause they were working from home too. So you got working That's from right. home. Then you have parenting from home, a lot of times schooling from home, and now you're still supposed to feel you know, connected emotionally and sexually to your partner at home. And that requires playfulness. Where do you do that? And so how we transition. And sometimes I'd have people like just designate a space that has boundaries around it. Uh, Whether that means even if they're single and they just need to relax because they're like, I just, I, I gotta go somewhere. I, I, you know, and I can't, I can't, you know, we can't travel. We can't, I'm like, maybe one room in your house is just for, uh, just for reading or just for the adults in the room where you have some sort of boundary. Like this is yeah. where we watch movies and we don't carry our phones up here yeah. uh, or something to where you're, you're reinventing your home for the new way of living um, because we can't all afford to go out all the time, right? No, that's very true. I think also there's something about being intentional in regards to what you just said. Mm-hmm. There's something about being intentional. Uh, I think of good friends of mine who had five children in 10 years, and the children got dinner every night before they did. And every night, this couple would light candles and have dinner together. The kids were in bed and that was how they connected and stayed connected. And now they've been married for like 40 plus years. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it was so intentional about how they lived their lives to ensure they had time just for them. Because with five children, you know, who had some health issues and other things, it would have been very easy to just ride the wave of life being focused on children. It's very easy to do that. You yeah. lose, you, very understandable how one can lose their sense of uh, identity as an adult and as a partner through the role of parenting. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, very understandable because they need so much and it's such a huge responsibility. Uh, so I really try to remind couples first and foremost, that they didn't get to where they're at in their relationship, whether it's because they feel disconnected or whatnot on purpose, they didn't wake up one day and say, I think we'll just stop being fun. Right. <laughs> you or know? we'll stop having sex or we'll stop having some time together. Yeah. yeah. But I just love this, this whole, uh, the phrase that you've, you've, you've started with, which is it's a feeling, not a destination because, a lot of couples don't know why they don't want to have sex. You know, they, they pin, mm-hmm. well, if, you know, if he would help me more around the house or if I felt more rested or whatever, but it, some of that probably contributes, but I think a large part of it is we don't know how to play. And mm-hmm. it's such a, it's a word I use frequently because, and sometimes it makes people uncomfortable, um, like play that's not something adults do, Um, you know? So sometimes I might send them on a a little trip to the park just by themselves to literally play. And it feels vulnerable and weird and all that stuff is because they're just, they've been out of touch with that. Um, So I can understand how it gets there, but I think, you know, that's what part of our job is to remind them that it's that feeling of, sometimes I say it's that feeling of your playful side is the one that goes into the gas station when you're filling up with gas and then decides what candy bar do I want? You know, do I want a Red Bull? <laughs> do I, what, what music am I going to listen to on my, on my drive? Yeah. That playful, like adventurous side that should be shared with your partner. Kind of like what you and and your husband were we're experiencing on Halloween night, right? You know, that togetherness, that adventure. It was a lot of fun and it was very playful. I think that's an important part of it. How do we, um, do you have any particular recommendations for how couples can be both present and playful? In other words, you know, not everybody has time to take a little trip somewhere and you don't want to wait until you can take a long weekend away from children to feel as though you really connect with your partner. I think it's almost an intentional daily practice or a weekend practice, or it's something that you set your sights on and you commit to, or you maintain that priority of feeding the relationship. I loved what my client said about, gosh, we've been starving ourselves yeah. right? Yeah. by not, by not making the time and by um, letting other things take over our lives. So I'm just wondering, do you hear from clients or do you make recommendations about how to address that in their relationship? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I think it takes, it's very unique um, to them. And so I think it just takes a little bit of trial and error uh, because what works for some couples might not work for others. So sometimes I'll, I'll jumpstart it by, by saying, um, okay, what would you both be willing to go do that sounds adventurous? And so we'll start with more of an obvious, like uh, um, the, uh, the f- uh, what is that place where you f- like jump and you well, like a trampoline room? Yeah, yeah, like something like that, or mm-hmm. or going um, to those race car uh, like the go kart cars. Yeah, the go kart like to where they and they they leave their phones, you know, in the car or at home or whatever, um, and so they're actually participating in some sort of game activity or activity, game activity. Um, yeah. 
doing together. And what we do know is that when you have something that you're building adrenaline together, it does create a connection. And so it, that is an important piece to that playful thing. In my opinion, that doesn't mean you're always going to be able to go out and do putt putt golf or whatever that might be. But sense of humor is really important. I think that's what you described, you know, uh, for you and and your partner the other night, um, having that sense of humor. Um, sometimes that's watching something on TV, something, sometimes that sharing some funny memes together, right? Yeah. It's, It's about being together when you're feeling that way. And I think a lot of us, uh, the more often you're with your partner, you have to take for granted that, that availability of a friend, like, remember this person isn't just your roommate, your co-parent, or, you know, someone that you tag team with, this person is laugh with. That's right. That's right. So how do we get people to start smiling together? Yeah. And I think even just talking about how do you play together in a therapy session can open up a whole conversation because you're right. What is playfulness to one couple is not to another or what is for one partner is not for the other. But to even have a conversation about how can we play together in a way we haven't in a long time, that kind of conversation can also be a form of play. It is. It is. And because it's not work related, it's like, I hope you don't mind me sharing because you've, you've told me before that you and your husband oftentimes have this little routine, which I actually think routines are super important mm-hmm. as long as you include the playfulness in the routine. Right. Yeah. So the routine of playfulness for you guys is like <laughs> this recent TikTok little where you yes. together, right? You, you like, get into bed and, <laughs> and get lost in TikTok and laugh. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It's those yeah. moments that cost you nothing. And, and, you know, you're actually vertical. <laughs> oh, actually, wait, that's what we're horizontal, actually. <laughs> but you're, you're not, you're not spending any money. You're not going out, but you're connecting through some humor and some place. That's right. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We also, we also make a point of dinner Saturday nights because I work till, you know, I'm not home until almost eight o'clock, three nights out of seven. And so Saturday nights is a night where he makes dinner and he does the shopping and we sit down and we talk. We might play some games together, but we put phones down. Mm. We're not because phones. I'm, OK, that's OK. I'm going to rant about phones for just a second. Yeah, I can't stand them. I think phones are the bane of relationships. I swear to God. They they really are. It's awful. In a restaurant, you watch people looking at their phone or they're taking a shot for Facebook and there's no conversation happening. It's all about what's on the phone. And um, I I think that's been a huge, huge distraction from people talking and connecting with one another. Well, and I think that is worth a whole episode, um, just, just technology and how it's interfering with our interpersonal relationships, not just our romantic ones, uh, or our adult ones, but also our, our relationships with our children, our relationships with, you know, our parents or our friends. I mean, just 
in, in general, how distracted we've become and how no wonder we're struggling with how, you know, how do you really connect if you feel like you have to connect with everyone all the time, all the time. It's um, like having an electronic leash. Yeah. It's over, over stimulation for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. But, um, yeah. So maybe that's something that we can pick up next time because there's lots to talk about here. There's tons to talk about. Absolutely. Well, thanks for uh, hearing me out on my little rant about date night, because I think it really is. It's a feeling. It's not a destination, as we've talked about today and learning how to play together. And you can do it under your own roof or you can go somewhere, play. But whatever play means for you, don't forget to incorporate that into your into your romantic relationship, because it's super important. Yeah. What a great reminder. I'm glad we had this little chat. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, I'll see you around. Okay, take care. Bye. The Montfort Group aims to provide a serene, calming setting where you can feel challenged, supported, and motivated. Our skilled therapists bridge specialized backgrounds and varied philosophies together to create one unified strategy. Rather than steer you away from your own natural abilities, we help you maximize your unique strengths to uncover the boldest version of yourself. We do not view a broken history as the end of a story. We see it as an opportunity for a new beginning. To learn more about our practice and how we can help you, please visit us at themontfortgroup.com.